Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be here with Connie, chatting about all things we love to talk about. Dating, love, relationships, marriage, all the things. So we are going to talk about a topic that has actually come up more recently, actually, yeah. this week, yeah. which is always fun because <laughs> it's fresh in our mind, of how do you know if a date went well? And we may have touched on some things like this, but and it may seem even simple, right? But so many times people like, well, I don't know how it went. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know how it went? They're like, well, I don't know if it was good, if the other person thought it was good. Like, what's your opinion? So, I mean, this happens so frequently. It was just like a few weeks ago, I was speaking to a gentleman and he was like, well, you know, I was like, well, walk me through all the day. Tell me how it went step by step. And I was like, well, this all sounds positive to me. And he was like, yeah, she asked if I could walk her to her transportation. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, that's a sign of a good date. If you ask me, she wanted you. She didn't want you just to be like, she didn't want to run away from you, right? She wanted to see you again. And she wanted to say, okay, where's your number? Like take those small hints and run with them, I would say. Absolutely. And I think one of the things to know if a date went well, of course, in our business as matchmakers, we can always ask the other party, did it go well? How well did it go? You know, like all of those details, which is great to get both sides of it. But I think when you're out there, obviously dating alone or you meet somebody, uh, you know, on an app or whatever, is there's so many times people follow all of these rules and they're like, you need to, you know, not talk to somebody for three days. You need to, I mean, yeah. you know, and I always tell everybody, you know, and I think we've said this on other podcasts too, but like where it's like, it's so important to let them know that you're interested. Yes. And, you know, you don't want to be overbearing in text all the time too much because that's just too much, you know, but yet you also want to send something that's memorable from maybe meeting or your first conversation. Sometimes, you know, especially nowadays, I, we always recommend start off with a phone call. Yeah. And then start off with a video call and then get together. So by the time you meet, you're already feeling like you have that foundation of a friendship and a bond. Um, but I always say, like, if somebody, you know, obviously texts you back and somebody puts in like an emoji of some short sort, they've put energy into it, knowing that they're interested. You know, yeah. if somebody doesn't put any emojis into it, maybe they're not. And it's very like they say something, and it's like period. Instead of like dot the end, instead of like a continuation of like a cute little face or a smiley. I also do say, especially like, don't put too many emojis in, but one or two shows effort for sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I also think that when it comes to like going on that date or something and you guys have talked either about her childhood or his childhood or his parents and say it's all positive things, of course, but maybe drop something what you remember from the date in like a text message or a phone conversation after. So they know like, oh, they were listening. That was something that mattered yes. to them. So say they said about their sister's wedding in a couple of months. I don't know. Ask about their sister's wedding. Like it sounds silly, but it's also then they know that you are interested, that you took 
note of those small details and it makes the other person excited too. Yeah. And I always tell everybody, if you feel something, do something. <laughs> so like if you went on a date and you're interested, if you're the female, because we always typically just traditionally, the man usually pays in a dating situation, obviously. And um, so I always say like, if it's a, thank the gentleman for a lovely evening and getting together you know, and, and that also puts the ball back in their court because so many women will then say, oh, well, I should wait for them to text me. Okay, so you want them to yeah. pay, you want them to court you, you want them to text you. What are you doing on the other end of it as a woman to a man to also show appreciation, gratitude, and that you're interested? Yeah, I could. And it's, it's very small gestures. And especially for men, like going on that kind of side is men often are like, you know, they don't want to be overbearing. They want to give you the space to, they want to be respectful and a gentleman and allow you to make your decisions. So women, that's when we do have to step up and be like, thank you. Or, you know, even if it's just thank you for your time. Like I like, I really enjoyed our time together. Like give one, one or two little words that can kind of give them that hope that they're going to go out again, instead of being like, see you later. I'll wait for you to text because how are they meant to know if they, if you ever want to speak to them again? <laughs> right, you know? right. And I always feel like you can tell if a date goes well, whether it be a phone call for the first time or you're meeting in person is truly the amount of energy or laughter that they bring into it. I mean, some people are just nervous and have like an <laughs> awkward laugh or whatever or giggle to it, but that's also nervousness shows actual interest. Yeah. So I think so many times in today's dating world is we're going to get into this on another podcast, I'm sure is like, you know, people judge people too quick. Yeah. Or people are nervous on, you know, a first date. And so it's so important that you're like reminding yourself and somebody else that you've got to get through kind of the giggly or also maybe other people are very logic in their way of dating. Yeah. And then they forget how to be flirty. Like, I know we just got off a phone call with a client and literally I was like, okay, now it's time to start sending the flirt messages, like the flirting text. Because yeah. you guys have gotten through all the big topic kind conversations. Over a little hurdle. Yeah. So it's so important to now kind of, like Connie was saying, bringing up something that has already happened relevant. And then maybe in the middle of the day or something like lunchtime, when you have a minute to like think about that person, follow up with some type of text or some type of meme or something that has to do with something that's kind of funny. And yeah. you're just basically saying, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. Well, even if it's like you're eating some kind of food that she said was her favorite, like, and I mean, I know most women would be like, oh, he thought of me. He thought of my favorite food. And it's something so ridiculously small and almost silly when you think of it. But everyone would then be like, oh, he must be interested or she must be interested or along those right. lines, right? And obviously we're talking about how do you know if they're interested? If they're not responding and they're not calling or texting back, it's just we live in the world that we do, which is really difficult don't take it personal. It's just not a match. Don't yeah. continuously continue to text, trying to get that affirmation if they're interested or not, yeah. you know? And I always do tell everybody timing is everything. It may have been a good date, it, but it didn't, it wasn't like over the top. And, you know, I do tell everybody the reason why people don't get into relationships today with especially all the limited resources of options out there, which are not all good, yeah. um, is because they literally don't give somebody a chance. 
Yeah, and that's also, if you leave a date, and we hear this a lot, so with the same gentleman that I mentioned was, you know, um, the lady asked him to walk her to her transportation. He was like, well, it was just a very neutral date. Well, if it's a very neutral date, give it a chance. For, so then the next date, you'll be able to know if it went well or not. If you're just basing it on like a first date, it's written. Or a first phone call. Yeah, or a first phone call. It, there's just, I mean, you're really not getting anything from it. You're having, there's a lot of nerves. There's a lot of awkwardness. There's a lot of like, uh, especially when, you know, if you've met not through a matchmaker, I mean, you guys know nothing about each other, but then sometimes when you have worked through a matchmaker, you know so much about each other, you almost don't know where to start. You're like, do I mention this? Do I not mention this? Where do I start? I mean, just try to make it as natural as possible and also just allow the first date to be how it should be. Even if it's not flames and walking out there so excited it could still be that person you just need time and to give you know the person a chance and also to then find out truly I think we talked about this earlier off the podcast is you know that first in, it, the first date is almost just an introduction mm-hmm. and then going from there is when you're actually dating the person so just think of it as like I'm connecting with this person and then your second date is really your first date. Right. Which, you know, we always say, you know, we don't want to lower the bar of expectations, Mm -hmm. but almost going into it as you're meeting another brother or sister in Christ first out of the gate, you know, it's so important to build that friendship. And I think so many people, we talk to hundreds and hundreds of people and we get feedback all the time. And obviously our profession, so many people are like, well, how do I know if it's the one or not? Or should I keep continuously dating somebody else? Or should I go see what other like options I have? And I always say, you date with intention. Did it go well? Yes. Does the other person like you? Yes. Do you like this person? Yes. Okay. Well, so try to begin the next phase of it, which is absolutely like the affirmation that two people like each other and you work on that. Yeah. You know? I know. hundred percent. And also... I mean, this is a shameless plug, but I feel like I have to do it every time. Not every time, but also when we're talking about matchmaking, otherwise we wouldn't be doing this. But when you do work with a matchmaker, like Renee said earlier, is that you know when you come off that date that you're going to have the true feedback because um, we confidentially do share some feedback, but then there's also things that we, you know, guide in the right direction of how they should be guided. Maybe if there was something that's a little bit more harsher said after a date, but you would never say it's that person. That is the benefits of working with a matchmaker. We can kind of say it softly, but also make sure you're moving in that right direction. You know, if someone does something on a first date, you know, when you've been on either online dating or just met, I don't know, however you meet, um, it can often be like they do one thing wrong or maybe small like oh they didn't open the door for me or you know and just because they forgot or there was nerves it's not the fact that they actually weren't being a gentleman or you know vice versa um that 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 that's a struggle when you go out and about right and then you could be like okay they didn't open the door for me I'm not going to go out with them again like that is the advantage of working with a matchmaker and like I said not here just to toot our own horn but it, it truly is when you work with a matchmaker it allows you to you know, have that feedback right away. And also, instead of kind of just running in circles, oh, maybe I read that text. Oh, maybe she likes me. Maybe she doesn't like me. You know, we're going to get the answer straight there. And also to be more, hate to say it, but time efficient. I think none of us want to waste our time on bad dates. And I think another thing that I always say that everybody knows that, you know, maybe is important to share, because if you're not talking to us, hearing from this every day, and we have to continuously repeat this with even some of our clients, I always say, when in doubt, 
hug it out. <laughs> so when you're meeting somebody for the first time, this is not a business transaction. You should not be shaking somebody's hand. You should not be like, okay, go. You should always go in for a hug. Yeah. Do not shake anyone's hand. No good. <laughs> it just sets the scene of like, we're in a safe environment. Everybody needs like a hug, right? Yeah, like, even if it's a little bit awkward, just just continue. Just go in for it. And yeah. then I'm always like, when in doubt, try it out. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like, okay, so you first hugged. Yeah. Now you're going to try because there's so many times our our couples, our, our literally our clients will sit there and say, I did not end up with who I imagined in my head of my expectations that I believed I would. And the reality of that is, is then we sit there and, you know, we don't gloat, but we're like, oh, okay, so, you know, this is the point yeah. of why people fail at meeting the right one they is because go. they never try. Yeah. They never literally, or they go into it and they self-sabotage and it's like, well, I'm not really feeling it, but I already kind of committed that I would go. So I'm going to go and everything else. And then you're going into it with the wrong attitude, the yeah. wrong expectations. I mean, I know there are moments when I say, you know, we scout people out for a living and we're constantly like meeting new people. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. I don't want to do this. Like, I don't have, like, not that I don't want to do it. It's just like, I've got other tasks to do. And anytime and every time I've had that kind of attitude of like, I don't have time for this or I, you yeah. know, spreading myself to that. And then I go and then it's like, what comes from it? Because I'm also like, well, I'm doing this. So I'm going to yeah. go and make it the best. And it turns out to be so much something more because I didn't self-sabotage it too far along that then of course made it into a terrible day. And you wonder why they're not interested it's yeah. because you weren't bringing your A game. Yeah, if you're like, it's not my time. And we always say, you should always go out with someone that's not your type. You need to keep your options open. You need to keep your mind open, you know, and everything like that. But so many times I'm, like, I'm not 100% attractive. They aren't. And plenty of people will give me percentages. I'm not 100%. If they're not a 10 out of 10, they, that isn't exactly what I want. And it's like, okay. So if we put that person that is exactly what you want in front of you, do you think you'll fall mad in love? Well, if we got along, well, exactly. So how do you know? Right, but if they miss all yeah. the other fundamental values that yeah. are part of being interested in somebody, then that interest is only going to be skin deep. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. We will mention this over and over. And I feel like over again is you have to, you know, go and try on these dates. Like we just said, the first date is almost an introduction, right? Just go and try, see what happens, see if there's a connection. And, you know, some dates, yes. Do we believe that some dates just the first day is that said they fall madly in love? Does it happen? Yes. But the odds of it are actually smaller and you do have to find more. You kind of do have to maybe push push past that first, second, third date even, which that's a whole other topic. But, you know, when you go on those dates, you can really then look back and be like, okay, what went well? What did I not like? Like, what can we, you know, what kind of guide differently in the future? Say, for example, that you go to a really loud restaurant or your first phone call and you're not only devoted to the phone call you're trying to cook dinner at the same time so on and so forth well then next time to make it make you be able to look back on the date and say oh it went well then you know take those factors away go to something else that's maybe not dinner or take a phone call and sit and only focus on that you know like you can really do things that can make dates go well too. Yeah. And how that happens is just like you said, I mean, how do you know? I mean, what we're talking is how do you, how can you tell if a date went well? Right. I mean, part of it is, did you as your own self, I mean, you've, you're like one side of the coin in a relationship, obviously, but did you bring your A game? 
You know, did you prepare? Did you, you know, do things where you can listen to other podcasts that we talk about how to have the best video, you know, video call, how to do all of those things that matter so that you could walk away, not asking, you know, did it go well, but you can say, I did my best job. I like my best abilities to have a date go well. And so for that, I can at least say if they're not interested, that's their loss, not mine. Yeah. And I hate to relate it to a job interview because you definitely do not want to act like it's a job interview, but you would never turn, I mean, I hope not anyone listens to this, would never turn up to a job interview, even if you were just like, oh, I'm just interviewing, you know, da, da, da. you would never turn up sloppy, not dressed well, not presenting yourself well, not speaking correctly. Like, you you check yourself and all of those things when you go into job interviews or even I mean if we have you know things with clients or new clients we're always making sure you know we're presenting ourselves well as well and it's important in whatever case scenario you do but when you go on a first date if you have not checked all of those and you're going in sloppy not dressed or even on a phone call it sounds this sounds silly I know to some people but we will talk about it over and over again even when you're on a phone call make yourself look cute and like I say this for women because I I mean, all of us are kind of will do it, have done it, you know. Men don't have as many accessories yeah. to like vamp up as women do, right? Yeah, like, or if, you know, you're in your sweats and you're just like kind of in your lazy house clothes or, or something like that. And you take a phone call with someone that you're super attracted to, you're excited, you're on your first date, but you look like, you know, that just you, you, you're not trying yourself and you know that you don't feel good in yourself, you're probably going to put that energy out. If you dress yourself up all cute and you're on the phone call, you're going to be like, oh, you know, I feel cute. This is fun. You know, I can be a little bit more flirty because I look cuter, you know? Like, it sounds silly because you're on a phone call, but trust me, if that's what you're doing and you're having phone calls when you're just not putting yourself together or not feeling good within yourself, it probably isn't going to go well. Right. Like, you have to date to impress, which obviously I feel like so many times, you know, we're asked that question, you know, do you get dressed up for yourself or for somebody else? Yeah. And it's funny because I can go two ways. And I always tell everybody, well, at the end of the day, if I was date, if I was dressing for myself, I would be in comfortable clothes, <laughs> my hair up in a bun, and no one would see me, right? With like glasses on and like not putting makeup on and all those other things. But when you're like dating to impress, you absolutely have to be like you're saying attracted to yourself because you attract yeah I mean every time you look at I mean even if we go on a um a dinner with friends like I mean me and you right we go go out to dinner or something like that I'm not going to be like before I walk out the door in sweats my house shoes I don't know like hair throw up in a bun yeah (laughs) something like that I'm gonna look at myself in the mirror and think oh yeah I'll go now because I look you know presentable or at least cute right that's what I mean what you should be doing or at least feel in some kind of confidence so you do it even when you go out with friends well I would hope I mean of course sometimes understandable we've been in the office you know we've been together while I've been in sweats don't get me wrong it does happen but if you're going out somewhere or doing something with someone that you just want to look presentable with you'll take that extra 10 minutes even if it's just not even if it's not like completely dolled up like your hair all the way down and your makeup on I don't know your but maybe just even like cute comfy clothes right Mm -hmm. I mean we're in a world of Instagram and all that fun stuff but I mean there's plenty of options to still look be comfy and at home but still feel cute and Cute. Right. Cute and cute. <laughs> right. And I think one last tip on this topic, because I know we need to run, is I always say, 
we all are familiar back in the day of report cards, right? So when you're asking, did a date go well? How did it go? Ask. It's amazing how you get what you want because you ask. How many times in life we didn't, we missed the mark because we never asked. So in a cute, playful way, if somebody's either not responding or you're wanting to know that after the date and you thank them and say, so did I get a good report card? Yeah. It's amazing how many times people will kind of giggle and say, well, actually, I would probably say it was more like a C or a B. And then you ask, like, I mean, yeah, it's not rocket science here. You ask and say, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, what could I do better? Which you can actually save that maybe missed opportunity because yeah. we've witnessed it so many times. And we get feedback, obviously, for our clients from our matches. But we're basically getting a report card. Yeah. And why not ask on your own, how did I score on my report card in a fun, playful manner instead of being like, what did I do wrong? No one's going to tell you that. Yeah, you don't say that. And, and do it in a part where it's honest, open. And if you guys are meant to be or growing in the right direction, you're both going to be like, you know what? Don't take this to offense and start off with something like that. Like, it's nothing on you, but like, maybe next time we could, I don't know. I Or even just say like, oh, you're a little bit distracted. Is everything okay? Like, say it in a kind, loving manner that's coming from a good place, not offensive. But yeah, our biggest tip is to be honest when it comes to that report card and all that. And just ask, like, did my date go well? Ask that person. Haha, funny. Like, how did my report card go? Or how would you rank my, you know? And I think it's just, it's something that nobody asks. And it's something that also gives you clarity. It's also a way of, of opening the door for good communication skills. And we have seen it happen over and over again is by asking that question and by being able to have that feedback, you're really, truly able to get on that second or third. I always say the golden date, you know, which is like the seventh date when you yeah. know you're moving towards an exclusive relationship. Yeah. So on that note, we hope that you have found this beneficial and helpful. We always love chatting about love and all yeah. things and appreciate your questions when they come in and obviously using our cases in regular scenarios that we have on a daily basis to help your dating life improve yeah <laughs> so remember to always be honest but also kind as well <laughs> yes it's so true always hug it out <laughs> we're gonna love and leave you and hope you have a blessed day bye bye it's been another great talk on this episode of one true talks by renee rochelle i look forward to our next chat Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.